Welcome back to the podcast called Tell the World. I'm your host, Ulta. I hope you guys are having a blessed morning, blessed evening, blessed night, blessings. So I was looking at this court day where uh, Rittenhouse, Kyle Rittenhouse, who shot uh, the three individuals in Kenosha, Wisconsin, uh, killing two and injuring one. Uh, this young man was uh, the age of 17, and um, his claim was that he was defending himself based on um, he felt threatened that bodily harm was going to be done to him. Now, this young man who was 17 at the time was carrying an AR-15. What the fuck? Dangerous weapon can kill people, many people in seconds. If you don't know how to use that gun, it can kill many people, innocent people. But the young man is claiming his innocence, saying that he had to protect himself. I was looking this morning at his court date, and I've been looking at it, you know, all this week here, and to see his baby face, you know, he's got the clean haircut. He don't have the glasses on, and he's got the contacts in, and they want him to look presentable for court so it can make him look like he's innocent. Hey, he has an innocent face. But the young man was 17 carrying an AR-15. Where was the adults around him when he was carrying this weapon? You know, when you're walking on the streets with a weapon, you know, people are going to feel threatened. Now, during that time last year, 2020, when a young black man who got uh, paralyzed from, uh, you know, uh, being shot by the officers, I believe he was shot nine times. And, you know, there was a lot of, you know, rioting and burning stores and schools and churches up. Um, and, you know, Rittenhouse, his plea was that he was trying to uh, give aid. He was saying that he would take was an experience in giving aid as well as CPR. So he was just trying to, you know, do his um, civil service to the community and that's put out fires and assist people in aid if they needed it, which is a nice thing to do. But when you're young and you're 17 and you're carrying an AR-15 through that type of jungle, You're carrying a gun, so everybody's looking at you as a threat. Yes, you're going to get some people who are just going to run up on you, whether you got a gun or not, and test you. And, you know, for him, I don't believe he was really ready for that. Now, he claims that he has had some uh, training within the academy, um, some shooting. Um, He was given a bulletproof vest. Now... He wasn't going to the academy, but he got uh, some experience uh, firsthand on um, somewhat getting the uh, outlook of being a uh, police officer, you know, some type of training. So he has some training in CPR and first aid and everything. So, you know, this is good. Plus, he was uh, a certified life lifeguard. So, you know, and a young man goes to college. This is good. These are good things. But he's 17 carrying an AR-15. Shit is, like, dangerous. Um, Even any grown adult that shoots somebody, 
you can be experienced when you shoot someone. It will kind of like, you know, fuck you up a little bit. Especially if you've never shot nobody before. But I think he was just not experienced enough emotionally. I don't think he was ready to be out there on his own. There should have been an adult with him. But to see him cry in in the courtroom, you know, with the incident is, you know, his defense, his lawyers, them are really looking good right now. This young man may get off. He may get a misdemeanor for uh, carrying a weapon, you know, due to the fact that he's 18 now. He was 17 at the time. Now, I didn't know Wisconsin laws said that you could carry a rifle shotgun down the street it was legal i didn't know this i didn't know they passed that law the carrying state that you could do that so i mean but it's it's weird because always you know look at things differently you know can blacks walk down the street and carry their weapons openly where the cop can see you without feeling threatened versus this young man here is walking down the street with a ar-15 like what the fuck you know, the laws that's put out there never applies to everybody. It's always different. It's always different within colors, different colors, dark colors. So, will he get off? We'll just see. Will the, the jury um, fall for his baby face? And, you know, nobody needs to go to jail. But at the same time, nobody needs to get killed and nobody needs to be hurt. He should have had an adult there with him and not let him go on his own where he could handle the situation a little bit better. Because his claim is was that he was being threatened all that night. So he should have told his adult comrades and they should have assisted him to say, hey, stick with us. We don't want you to get in a position where we know you wouldn't be able to handle it. Like, if you fire that weapon... Somebody could get hurt. Either way it goes. Let's get to Travis Scott. What the fuck? Great concert, they said. Great concert. But a stampede is bad. Stampede is bad. He's getting hit with 68 to 100 lawsuits by different lawyers. And, you know... A live nation, you know, they're going to be sued. But uh, there's a lot of factors in, in uh, that concert promoting. Like, like, how did all those people get in there like that? It's not organized. They're saying that it was more than 50,000 people. Uh, just a, a weird way of uh, promoting. Um, you sold uh, 100,000 100, tickets. And you got 50,000 people in there. It's like crammed like sardines. Try opening that can. So to see people get injured, people get killed. This shit is serious. Stampede is serious when people are packed like that. I mean, concert promoters supposed to know this for sure. Like this could actually happen. It's a big risk. Just one person getting hurt is bad. So, I remember um, 
uh, I believe that was 2019 when Nipsey Hussle had passed away. Um, I got caught in a stampede. I was in uh, the third day down there at the Crenshaw District in front of the Marathon store. And the crowd was was there in front of the store on the small parking lot. And it was just jam-packed. Hundreds of people. Packed. The whole lot was packed. And, um, you know, everybody from everywhere was there. Everybody. All races was there. And I remember um, being there. I wasn't in the front and I wasn't in the middle. I was behind the middle. And I remember people having their cell phones and they were giving great speeches and they were giving prayers, you know, on Nipsey's uh, passing. And, you know, everybody was showing, you know, moral support there for each other. And um, the ladies... The ladies were giving great speeches. And I remember there was a speech a lady was giving. And she was telling the young black women that if you have a boyfriend, a significant, whoever, and you know that he's in that gang life, to try to talk to him because you're the closest one to him that can convince him that, you know, you don't want nothing to happen to him or her, or you don't want nothing to happen to anybody, because everybody loses. If a gang member kills somebody, he goes to jail, he loses his family as well. But on the other side, somebody loses a loved one that dies within gun violence. And so, her speech was constantly about, ladies, talk to your men. And while that speech was going on, all of a sudden, someone yells out, gun everybody got their cell phones in the air recording and you hear the word gun just as clear everybody elbow to elbow legs to legs from that beginning of that crowd I saw cell phones drop like a wave towards me as it hits the middle I'm in the back from that middle there's nothing that I could do to avoid it. The crowd started pushing and running. It was like an actual domino drop, an effect. And there was no way I could move because I was going to trip and fall. So in my case, by me being lightweight, as that crowd came towards me, as cell phones dropped, I was submerged and lifted. And took it away as I dropped my phone. I got pent against a car where the crowd was jumping over cars. Um, people were all over my shoulders. My face. I was pent. I could not do nothing. Now, I thought that I was going to die that night. Because as that crowd was pushing back and I'm pent against the car. I was left in the middle as everybody spread it out. And I was thinking, oh my God, I'm pent against the car and I'm in the open. So whoever has a gun is probably right there in the front aiming and about to point and I may get hit by a bullet. All of a sudden, somebody yells out, 
There's no gun. False alert. The most scariest thing I've ever dealt with in my life. When I looked around, there were cell phones, wallets, purses, blood. Because some of the ladies, they had um, lost their, their flip-flops, their shoes. There was candles everywhere. So candles got knocked down. People, uh, feet got cut. Blood everywhere. Meanwhile, the Muslims to the right of me, they were still standing there. The cops were still standing there while this crowd was going crazy. If you don't believe me, um, go on YouTube, uh, put in the Marathon store, and just put uh, crowd outburst probably. And you'll probably see what I'm talking about. Just look from the beginning, look in the middle, look to the back. It got bad. I saw so much blood. I saw broke glass. People were hurt. People were injured. I didn't think I was going to find my phone uh, that night. But I finally found it. It was a bundle of a car. It was hundreds to thousands of phones everywhere. Everybody lost everything. Professional cameras. Everything got lost. A stampede is something serious. And I don't understand... Um, why Travis Scott concert got that completely out of control with everybody being there knowing that it was dangerous. And when you amp a crowd up and that music come on and one of those songs carrying lyrics and the beat and the hypeness and everybody get into it and we're all merged against each other, it can get dangerous. You know, you had young kids come from everywhere to come to that show. So it was dangerous, but I, I believe... Uh, Within all parties, the mayor, the the firemen, the um, just anybody being there to assist, it was bad from the the beginning. The fireman says, "Well, we were communicating by cell phone, which wasn't a good thing. So cell phones is not good. You're supposed to have first hand communication if you need to contact the EMTs and the firemen for assistance." Now, where was the fire code in this where the capacity was too much, where that concert should have been shut down? It's just a terrible thing overall everywhere. But Travis Scott, uh, Live Nation, Drake, and whoever else that was there participating in that concert, they're all going to get sued. It's looking bad. It's not looking good. Uh, who knows if some charges may be uh, put against people. A lot of money it's going to be shelled out for the people that have lost their loved ones and injuries and stuff. I wouldn't have wanted to been there at that concert. Um, tempting, but dangerous. A stampede is dangerous. I know I was never in a stampede, but I had first-hand on experience, and I thought I was going to die. I got pent against a car where I couldn't move. People were jumping all over me. Everybody was jumping all over each other just to get to the streets. Slauson and a block away from Crenshaw. Horrible. Terrible. Just because someone yelled out, gun. That's how it happens. Somebody yells out something crazy or someone's doing something that's stupid that causes a, a stampede. But in this case with um, Travis Scott, you had people poking people with, with needles, 
Was it drugs? Could there have been AIDS they could have been poking people with? Was these needles infected? You know, since the pandemic did occur in 2020, you know, and, you know, things did open back up in 2021, a lot of people been trying to get out and enjoy themselves. So you're talking about over 50-some thousand people or more. They all came to that concert to enjoy themselves. So, you know, people been locked in. The pandemic had just closed people in and everybody want their lives back. They want, you know, and everybody's going to the same place that's going to get overpacked, overwhelmed. It's, it's, it's just a domino effect of just tragic, tragic, tragic situation and prayers to the families out there. But um, going to concerts, sometimes it can be dangerous. When I used to go to sub concerts, I used to leave probably what within 30 minutes because I didn't want to get caught within the traffic. I didn't want to get caught within the crowd because you know how stuff goes. Shit breaks out. Somebody's saying something stupid. You may accidentally step on somebody's shoe. It could get dangerous. Real dangerous. So hopefully, you know, hopefully. Uh, uh, this is a lesson to learn for a lot of concert promoters out there um, when you're having shows. Uh, from what I'm hearing, Travis Scott had invited even more people to come in. So it made it more packer. Good for photo op. Good for video to, you know, make it look like it's, it's, you know, this is what my shows are all about. But your shows are showing people dying when they come there. And there's accountability and responsibility. Can a artist see what's going out in the crowd? Can an artist see what's going on out there? Can an artist see danger out there? Who job is it? Is it promoter? Is it security guards? Is it the police department who's there helping out? What did the firemen do? The capacity? Did they stop the show? There's a lot of um, plays in this where a lot of people are blamed for this. Did this man get set up? Could be anything. He needs a good lawyer, I tell you that. Live Nation needs a good lawyer because the people that died shouldn't have died. And if you can see some of those videos, you see how some of those people were pent against the fence? Imagine you can't breathe. A nine-year-old got caught in that stampede. He's in a coma right now. Shit is real. It is real. Now, back in the 80s, I remember the Mosh Pals and the Circus, the, the, uh, it was called the, um, I call it the circus, but they would uh, create these big circles and, and you know, the punk rockers would get in there and push on each other. Shit can get violent. It's tempting, but I don't think I want my body to get whiplash. I don't want to get whiplash pushing people and somebody come out the blue and push me harder. I don't, I don't like that shit. I, I guess you do have to be on drugs to be a part of that shit. I really never got into Travis Scott music uh, because I didn't understand some of it. And something about um, the uh, the artwork that they have um, of his mouth when you're going in it, you know, creeps me out. Like, am I going into the beast's mouth? I, I, I find that kind of like weird and demonic. 
But Travis Scott music influences a lot of young people. A lot of young people. I never listened to his music. I don't understand it. But they see in it. So I think I might have heard a couple of songs and I couldn't get into it because I, I didn't understand the words. The words was not gravitating me. So when you're dealing with young kids, teenagers, they can gravitate. They can relate to that music. It's just a different generation. I'm not going to knock it. But for this generation, the, the music or the frequency of the music that they're listening to is killing them fast. Fast. Dangerous. Soul taker music. I don't know how old Travis Scott is, but, you know, um, I wouldn't want none of my kids going to his concert. I, I probably couldn't tell them not to listen to it because they're going to hear the music regardless, but um, a lot of people don't have to die. A lot of people don't have to get injured. Um, a lot of people are going to be counter, accountability and uh, there's going to be some big loss of responsibility of these people getting hurt and injured and dying because of a concert that was just, the capacity was just way too, too overloaded. I've never seen a concert like that. I mean, was it Woodstock? Um, yeah, Woodstock was crowded. I don't know, people was on LSD, so maybe it just chilled them out. But um, you never know what happened in that crowd that caused people to act up. Like, this somebody yell gun? What startled that crowd to running is what I would want to know. What started them to get amped up to run in fear where everybody was falling and stepping on each other. We're living in different times, different times, and... We got to, you know, be smarter about things, you know, and where we go. And if it's okay to send our kids there. We want them to have a good time, nice time, and enjoy, you know, their favorite artists. But um, I think their lives is more worth more than, you know, going to a show. $400 for a ticket to Travis Scott concert. God damn. Jesus Christ. Uh, maybe I'll listen to some of his music. I'll go listen to an album or something and see what this is all about. It's weird. Very weird. But that's the new generation music, so I'm not going to knock them. Well, guys, um, that's going to uh, conclude this podcast. Uh, I thought I would get on and um, discuss a few things and and see uh, how everybody's doing out there. And uh, as usually, if you like the podcast... Just like and hit subscribe button and follow me. Uh, my podcast is also shared on all platforms. Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, many other platforms. I'm there. Type in Tell the World. Tell a friend. You guys have a blessed day and blessed evening or have a good night. That concludes Tell the World.